Welcome to the Virtual Chapter Podcast, the show that helps you become a world-class virtual CEO, run a profitable and scalable online business, and build a thriving virtual team. We're talking the systems, strategies, and leadership skills that will help you show up, sell out, and do it all with a mountain of ease. Each week, we'll be breaking down the operation side of online business in a way that feels fun and inspiring. We'll share tech tools and tips, systems to streamline and scale, secrets to hiring and leading your high-performing team, and interviews with leading business experts to show you what it really takes to build your business online. I'm your host, Nivek Harrison, CEO of The Virtual Chapter, an award-winning virtual support agency where we help leading coaches, consultants, and creatives build businesses bigger than themselves, create a global impact with a virtual team, and generate more cash than they ever knew possible. Are you ready to up-level your online business? Let's dive in. Grab a pen and paper. You are going to want to take notes on this episode. My team and I have supported hundreds of five and six figure launches, and we know a thing or two about launching, what works well, how to get results for your business. And I say this hand on heart now, watching people launch and going, it's going to be hard to get results if you keep doing what you're doing. So with all the love in the world, I wanted to share with you the three big things that I think are most important or the things that I see time and time again get results for our clients when we launch. And they are things that you can implement in your business. These are things that everybody can be doing. These are things that have nothing to do with the size of your team or the size of your business and everything to do with the mindset and the strategy that you bring to launching. So let's dive in. The first thing I want to talk about is how we plan for and structure our launch cycles, because this is a really important one. Launches don't happen in isolation. And for the most part, launching doesn't happen on a whim. And where you see people who seem to go from woe to go in two seconds flat, they're doing the work in between times. And it's that work between your launches that is the most important time that you should be spending energy and effort building your relationships with your audience because the work that we do between our launches directly impacts our results during our launches. So often we are so focused on, well, what does launching look like? What am I doing for my launch event? What am I doing during cart open? I'm looking for tips and scripts and strategies and things of like how to get in front of more people during my cart open, during my launch. And time and time again, the foundations we build in our business between launches are the most important things, are the things that I see get results. So what does this look like? How do we practically do this in the businesses we work with? The first thing is that we plan. We plan. That doesn't mean we can't follow the intuitive nudges or the intuition or the energy of like, oh, I just really want to do this thing now. But for the most part, we plan out either in quarterly or maybe half yearly cycles what we're going to do and when and put some loose dates around it. So we have a weekly template that I use with a lot of my clients that has every week of the year, all the programs that they offer, and we pencil in our launch cycles. So we might pencil in 
the four weeks that we want to do in pre-launch, the two to three weeks we want to do in cart open, the dates we're going to be delivering the programs. And we do this out across the three or six months, sometimes even 12 months, so we can see what feels really good? Are there any weeks of the year where it feels like we've got too much going on, especially where we've got lots of longer term programs, group programs, masterminds that we're delivering that take you know a fair amount of energy in the delivery as well as in the launch stage? Have we got yeah too much happening at any one time? Where are we planning our holidays? Where are we planning our breaks? And where are we planning the spaces in between? There is absolutely nothing wrong with launching every month. If it feels really good for you, if you absolutely love launching, there is also nothing wrong with doing one or two big launches a year, so long as we're really intentional with that time in between. So what does that look like? It means not ghosting our audiences between launches. We still want to be showing up, giving them value, building those relationships, connecting with them between launches, because that's going to give us a really solid foundation to go on the minute we do start opening doors. It's not going to feel like a shock. It's not going to feel like something that they didn't expect or didn't know was coming or like, oh my God, where have you been for six months? Now you're trying to sell me something. Building those relationships and those foundations in between is incredibly important. In between, we're also usually in client delivery. How are we improving on our programs? How are we delivering results for our clients? How are we supporting them? How are we getting them the things that they need? Because that's also going to support us when we next launch, because I think most of you know our clients are our biggest cheerleaders, right? When our clients are having great results inside our program, they naturally start talking about it, particularly if you're in sort of any business to business field. They will share you and your work. They will talk about the mastermind that they're in or the course they've just done. They will tag you. They will give you content that you can share. They will give you feedback and testimonials that you can use. And they won't do that if you give them a shitty client experience. So focusing on that client delivery is also incredibly important and not always skipping ahead until the next thing, right? I think sometimes it's so easy to be like, okay, cart's closed, on to the next thing. What's the next thing I'm focusing on? Instead of really anchoring into building results for your clients, building connection with your community, building those relationships that are going to serve you by the time that cart opens. Something I think so many people are surprised by is when we talk about in advance of going into a launch, already having a list of clients who, or leads, I say leads, I I don't love that word, but essentially leads that are incredibly warm, people that we're having conversations with, people that have been engaging with our content, who we know we can reach out to, we can tap on the shoulder, we can encourage, invite, directly sell to because they've shown an interest. And I think the most successful businesses I've seen and certainly the most successful launches I've been a part of, we know that list before the doors open. We know already some of the clients who are going to come in, some of the people who are going to buy because they've either told us they're waiting for it, particularly where it's a product we've launched before. They've joined a wait list. We're in conversations about it. They know they're in and they're waiting for you. Or they are so close to being in, even if they don't have all the details yet. And that's the energy I think that we should be bringing to a launch of I've worked so hard in between my launch cycles that I have these great relationships of people who are ready and waiting to buy from me. And this feels kind of counterintuitive, right? Because we so often like there's so much emphasis in the online business space on launching and 
that specific like launch period and we hear all these stories of like how I made six figures in five days yeah you did because you opened the cart and you sold during those five days but the work was done in the lead up the work was done to build your audience to prepare your audience to warm up your audience in advance so they were ready and waiting to buy people particularly now we're seeing that you know buying cycles are taking longer people are more considered with their choices than at probably any point I've seen in the past so giving them giving them the time in in getting to know you in getting to know your work and the way that you teach and educate and the things that matter to you will have them waiting for you to open doors they will be like tell me when and how I can pay you I am ready because I've been following along on this journey for so long and I just think we we put so much emphasis on launching when the magic is really what happens before All right, my second tip is thinking that the tech or an automation is going to make your launches easier, better, or more profitable. Some of the most successful launches I've been a part of have been so low tech, it almost hurts my tech-loving soul (laughs) because the tech isn't the answer here, right? Buying Kajabi isn't suddenly going to make you have six-figure launches. Having an automation of what happens when somebody abandons cart isn't suddenly going to convert, you know, 50% more clients. Although, to be fair, depending on what industry you're in, that actually may be true, particularly for e-commerce. But the tech and the automations aren't the thing. The tech and the automations aren't the make or break. And for a lot of the businesses, certainly that I'm working in, the tech we had at the start is still in place today. We still use the same systems because they work. There's nothing that changing systems necessarily brings into the business. And I think it's very easy to be swayed by these sort of like influencer entrepreneurs who have very big followings, who are pitching us on getting Entreport or Kajabi or whatever the the tool of the day might be, because let's face it, there's lots of them out there. They're pitching it at you, usually because they're affiliates. <laughs> they're making money off the back of you signing up, but they also don't know you and your business and what you might need. So having really great tech in your business that is considered, that is worthwhile, that is going to support you to do the things that you need to do is important. But changing the tech or getting any particular one piece of tech or automation isn't the solution. And banking on your tech being the thing that's going to make your launches better or easier or more profitable is absolutely false. Because the better, easier, more profitable comes from our relationships. Literally, return back to point one. (laughs) Launches that feel easy come from having really great relationships and having really great systems. Launches that are profitable come from having really great relationships and having really great systems. Which brings me to my third point. And of course, I don't think there's any surprises here. (laughs) For me, the thing that I see time and time again, the most successful launches have systems in place. The teams that launch really, really well, get phenomenal results and do it without these sort of burnout bust cycles that we've been led to believe are a natural part of launching. 
We're able to do that because we have systems. We can rinse and repeat what we've always done, what we've done before. We are tracking metrics of what's working, what's not working, so we can change things for next time. Everybody in the team knows their place, knows their roles. Nobody is the one key to everything. Nobody is holding all of the information. There is no one person who is up at night (laughs) trying to figure out what emails to send or how to link your checkout to your autoresponder or anything like that because there is a system in place. And a launch system is one of the most incredibly robust systems we should have if you have a launch-based system, a launch-based business, because this is a system that is going to include everything from your pre-pre-launch, that very early stage where you're first starting to transition your content to talking about what's coming through to how you set up and prepare for your pre-launch, how you do launch events like workshops or webinars or masterclasses, even how you create freebies, how you maybe create a, a PDF guide or a quiz, how you deliver a paid workshop if that's part of your strategy, your waitlist strategy, how you deliver on that, what are the steps involved in your waitlist, what is the steps involved in your lead management and lead tracking, who is responsible for all of these things, how often is it checked, how often is it updated, where's the content from last launch, can we pull that out, duplicate it, refresh the content and schedule it to go out again. Launch systems should be repeatable. Launches are not something that you should be starting from scratch every single time you do it. Launch systems should be repeatable almost regardless of the offers that you have in your business. There will be some variance in the specific details. So for instance, for a lower ticket offer, you might have a shorter launch window, do less events, focus more on your freebies versus a high ticket offer. God, I hate saying low and high ticket. It feels so wanky. (laughs) High ticket offer, a more expensive offer where your focus is going to be much more on relationships. Maybe you do a paid masterclass as your pre-launch event, but that system literally contains every step of the process so that you can essentially plug and play at any point in time. So practically what this looks like for most of the clients I work with is we have these templates in Asana and then we pair that up with the content in Google Drive usually or Airtable sometimes. Um, But in Asana, we have a, a whole project, a whole, yeah, there are Asana projects, a whole project that we can duplicate every time we're launching with all of the tasks that we need. We're constantly adding to that, putting in the things that we learned from last time because there's always those niggly little tasks, right? Those niggly little tasks like, oh, I have to update my link in bio (laughs) or I want to update the call to action on my blog or whatever those things are that you do as part of your launch cycle. It's one, it's almost always more than we think it is. And two, you want to be able to focus on selling during your launches, not back end. Right. So where we have systems, that mean we can just rinse and repeat. We can delegate really effectively because we've got content ready to go that we can repurpose from a previous launch. Or we've got really detailed processes on like how to set up our checkout or how to set up our integrations, any of those sorts of things. It means that your role as CEO is to show up and sell. You're not the person being bogged down by tech or tools or processes. You 
are able to relax, you are able to not work the 15 hour days that I think, you know, we've been told we should associate with launching because launching is hard. Launching shouldn't feel that hard. There's a heightened energy around launching because you should be showing up daily. I truly believe for the most part during a launch, you should be showing up daily or almost daily. Um, A lot of that can be scheduled to a certain extent, but we want to be really present with our audience during launches. But there's so much that can be done in advance. And the most successful launches I see, they're, they're planned for, they're prepared, they're in advance. And because we do that work, to do that preparation, we get to be flexible in the launch, right? Because we're not scrambling to do a million and one things. We get to adapt to what is happening. So we are able to change email copy a lot easier because we already know we're sending an email. And we've got the bones of the content, but we might just want to change the messaging. Or we can add in another masterclass really easily if we feel like we need to give our list a boost and connect with more people in a deeper way because we have a repeatable process for for selling in a masterclass for how we create landing pages, thank you pages, integrations to our email autoresponders, the emails that go out. All of that is ready on repeat. And that's the point of the system right is that it all exists literally ready to go for somebody to pick up and start scheduling out delegating to people with like I need you to take care of a b and c I'm gonna take care of x y and z and we can do this in advance we're not having to to do this on the fly now I know that there's almost this like resistance to having a really robust system and thinking that it can make it harder for us to be innovative, be flexible. And it's not only is it so not the case, the opposite is very, very true in that the systems, like I said, the systems allow us to be flexible. The systems allow us to adapt. The systems are also what allows us to scale, right? Because having those systems means that whether we're dealing with 10 people, 100 people or 1,000 people in a launch, the processes are working. The processes are in place. We have you know, processes around onboarding, what happens once somebody purchases so that it doesn't, like the number of people doesn't distinctly change the things that we need to do. The difference in that sort of volume is again, likely going to be in your time having those conversations with people, whether that's in the DMs or on sales calls or however you connect with your audience. But the, the actual tasks that surround a launch are taken care of. All right. I hope that has been really, really helpful for you because these are things that I just don't think people are talking enough about when it comes to launching. I think we are so focused on the marketing strategies. And of course, there is like nothing wrong with that because marketing and sales strategies and mindsets are a huge part of launching. Right. But to do the strategies, to do the mindset work and to not put a system in place, you are really doing yourself a disservice. Because you are you are always going to be on that back foot, right? You're always going to be very reactive to like, oh, I need to do this. I need to, to my coach has told me I need to do this strategy. I need to try this thing. And if you're already behind on, you know, scheduling content or creating checkout links or whatever the things are that you need to do in your business to launch, it's really hard to put more strategies on top of that when you're already feeling overwhelmed. And it's incredibly hard to get your mindset back on track when you feel like you don't even have a minute in the day to think, let alone be really present with your audience and have those impactful conversations with them. All right. 
I have something coming for you. If you are somebody who is in a launch-based business and you would love to have a rinse and repeat system, a plug and play system that you just know you could run every time and not have to reinvent the wheel, not have to try and remember all the steps that need to go into launching. I have something coming for you. And I wasn't meant to be talking about this, but I wanted to let you know because I think it can be really hard to know what needs to go into your launch system sometimes, particularly if you are maybe newer to launching. Maybe you've done a couple of launches, but they've always felt quite messy or quite disjointed. This is a system that I have literally used with clients for multi-six-figure launches. It contains all of the tasks that we do in preparation for our launches, during our launches, and the follow-up after our launches to help get those results. If you want to know more, I am going to get you to DM me on Instagram because it's not ready yet. My team are going to kill me for telling you this, but I wanted to share that with you because I think it's really important to know that you don't have to figure this all out yourself, right? Like none of us went to university and were told how to launch. These are things that we've learned over time. Like I said, these are things that I've learned over the years that I've been working with clients and have watched, you know, clients who've launched their first time through to maybe they're on their 10th, 20th, 40th launch. They've gone from four figure launches to multi six figure launches. These are the exact things that we do in those in those businesses that we have tested and tried time and time again to get results. So if you are interested, send me a DM. You will be the first to know when this is available for you so that you can essentially have a plug and play system. You can put into your own business. You can tweak it so that it's relevant for you. And then you can start to relieve the the pressure and the hustle that comes with launch cycles. All right. I look forward to hearing from you. And if you have found this episode helpful, make sure you follow along, leave us a review. The reviews help us get in front of more people, more entrepreneurs just like you who are ready to shake things up and go really, really big as the CEO of their business. See you next time.